Why do you sound like you're doing Rocky theme song there? That <laughs> he never knows what he's, he I don't, know what I, he's doing. When I start something, I have no idea where it's going to go. And I just do things, you well, know? A lot of times I'll start a sentence and just go with it. <laughs> Sometimes I just stop in the middle of the sentence because I run out of things to think of. That's what, the, that's what the best of us do, honestly. That's, that's, that's all it is. What do you think, what do you think Hollywood's all about? Is, this is Suds and Buds, baby. We are we are back, and we have t- with us today a little addition, a special addition to the, the usual. Special guest. Not only do we have Tyler and Cool Whip Cody in the house, yes, but sir. our good, fuck, I done forgot the nickname. <laughs> Let him Ru- it. You Rub- don't need to do it. Rub and Chug Wyatt? Oh, that's. Rub and yeah, Chug Wyatt. Not, not, not sure that's how it was. Um, yeah, we, yeah. Got, we got our little, you know, like, fence the nickname type thing going on here, but we got Mr. Slam Bruce Brew. Slam Bruce Brew. And he's slamming them, folks. He's already on his 30th beer, believe it or not. <laughs> Showed up 25 deep, dude. I don't know how he drove here. <laughs> <laughs> he drives everywhere like that. He doesn't know what it is to be sober. We already made why it's not even three minutes in the podcast, and he spit up his beer. That no. shows me that I'm hilarious. Hey, hey, he spit up his beer now. Wait wait till we start smoking. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. We didn't oh. do this last week. Oh, I got beer in my nose. But start of the episode, so let's go ahead and cheers, oh, and yeah. we're going to spark okay. up. We got some cans, our... so they won't be. They won't, you won't, probably won't hear that clink yeah, as well as you clink. usually do. But, uh, you also probably won't hear it when we clink it on the table every five minutes, too. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but That's yeah. So we got the, got the beer part of it, and we'll go ahead and, go ahead and spark the first blunt up. You guys know the deal. This is Suds and Buds. If you ain't drinking, if you ain't smoking, something might be wrong with you now. So go ahead and spark up. Go ahead and take you a little sippy sip. Oh, Cody Anytime doesn't know how to use a lighter. Anytime. I hope, I hope our, don't burn your mic now. Oh, geez. And that's the end of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Cody just burnt all the equipment. And we'll see you next week. I was trying to get the sound effects in. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, you, you, know, you, 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 you burned that up. Good luck paying Rodolfo back. By the way, hey, folks, guess what we got? <laughs> was so excited to use that. <laughs> I forgot you about like it. You just got laid I, for the first time. I, dude, I, yeah, that was probably way more exciting than that. I the joy <laughs> and the joy. Look, you know what? Let, 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 let's, all, let's all be happy for Cody. You want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're happy, happy for you. You know what? <laughs> you, okay? <laughs> right in the <laughs> you. Okay, and then this button's already been abused. It's, uh, it's going to get worse. It's just going to get worse. Speaking of getting worse, uh, let, let's, let's, let's just get right into it. Yes. My week got significantly worse uh, last night, but welcome, welcome to, welcome to having a loss on your record. Yeah, well, welcome, you know, that's all right. World. That's all right. You know, first of all, everyone has been waiting eight weeks. What was it? no? Because we had our bar already. Everyone's been waiting ten weeks. Excuse me, a burp. Ten weeks to fucking say some shit about our team now, and they finally got it. So congratulations, people. I really hope you enjoy that shit. Because no logical Eagle fan ever thought we were going undefeated. We never, I, I never predicted that shit. I said it'd be nice, because fuck yeah, it would have been nice. But, you know, no one predicted that shit. We knew a loss was going to come. This was a divisional opponent. I don't want to be one of those guys, but we pi- we kind of played the, the Washington refs last night. A lot oh, of bullshit calls if you watch the game. I don't want to be that guy, because no, it was mainly our but fault. But you are being that guy. I, and I, I'll gladly be that guy, because there, there were some bullshit calls which should make any NFL person I, mad, because all I of agree. our teams get affected by that I shit. I agree, but but uh, there was also a bullshit call on the Commanders, too, with that P.I. I, I don't know if I 100% agree with that P.I. earlier on in the game. Which was? 
uh, it was a deep ball. Can't remember exactly when, but it got called on PI, I think first quarter, and the Eagles went down and scored uh, after because of it. But that face mask, ridiculous. That, yeah. that was ridiculous. I I think that uh, I, I think overall the Commanders played a little bit better of a game though. Uh, you know, I just they did, I, though, our I defense just, uh, our defense went from top five to fucking bottom two in one night, dude. They were it was it was just and you know it's because fucking Gannon, dude. Our defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon, he loves the, he just he he can't he refuses to not play zone. We, all we do is play zone. We blitz maybe five times a game. It's absurd. Like we we don't do we don't run the ball enough on the offense, which makes no sense because we got the Miles best Sanders offensive is line too. We got, we got Miles Sanders. Jalen can move. We got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Jason Kelsey is the best center in the league. So I mean I don't know. It's a lot to be annoyed about, but like I said, eight and one, baby. We got a long season still to go. We got the Colts coming up. We 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 like adversity, and you, whatever you want to say, people talk about our schedules easy. Like I was getting into last week, dude. It the point of this shit is it's any given Sunday, any fucking team can win on the football field. It doesn't matter who is on either side of that ball, and we've done that the most this year. So I'm happy. I'm content still. And fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> and and look, I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the Eagles a break here. This was kind of a uh, this was kind of a good letdown spot for you guys. Short week, division rival, a division rival that's really not gonna be that competitive towards the top of the division anyways at the end of the so. season. Um, and so and and plus you can kind of look back and say you shot yourself in the fucking foot. Three turnovers. You know and, what I mean, and and none of them were by Jalen Hurts. He literally had zero <laughs> zero blame on the game last. You were white. I, look, I, I, I don't uh, want to blame Jalen. I I will say though, <clears throat> getting this loss out of the way uh, against the Commanders has to feel a lot better to lose that game and then potentially lose another game down the line than to be undefeated season on the line and then lose to the fucking Cowboys. A- exactly, <laughs> a- exactly. And honestly, the Titans still do scare me. The Titans scare me. Um, Aaron Rodgers is always going to scare me, no matter how they may look during, you know, other shit. He's always going to scare me. And then, you know, these fucking Cowboys, man. I, 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 as much as I want to say I 100% know we're going to beat them, that's never the case. Nothing's ever, like I just said, nothing's ever 100%. Also, shout out the uh, shout out the Packers for helping you keep that division right where it's at by beating the Cowboys on Sunday. You're goddamn right. I love you, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. You always show up when I need you, baby. Um, yeah, before we get into our next topic... Um, Russell Wilson and the Broncos lost, and that is Broncos talk for today. <laughs> and that's that's all you need. <laughs> that's, that's all, all you, you need, need to know. To know. It, do you guys do you guys want anything else? You don't. That's not what you're coming. You don't want to talk about the Broncos. We'll get into it and, and I guess here in a little bit. But that actually gives me a really great idea for the next poll we'll probably do. Oh God, was yeah. you want to hear about the Broncos or not? No, oh no, it's gonna be. I, I'm gonna leave it as a surprise. I, I, I want that. Uh, I, I, I want that to be. Uh, you know, kind of a su- quick surprise. Speaking of surprises, um. When I woke up and saw that Jeff fucking Saturday was a new coach of the Indianapolis Colts, um, I thought, what the fuck? And, yeah, I was completely, for the first, what was it, two days after his hire, I was just completely, like, shitting on the Colts, shitting on the franchise and, and their owner for doing what they did. And then he came out and had the speech on Twitter. Or, I mean, he had the speech, and I, I saw it on Twitter, and I'm, I'm very easily convinced, and I completely switched my feelings towards Jeff Saturday based on that yeah. video. And and and, goddamn it, he come out and beat the fucking Raiders right after tweeting shit about him too the week before. Goddamn, that's the most insane part about this. This was a guy who was his job is as an analyst is to analyze, and he can say whatever he wants for the most part. You know, <laughs> straight up tw- tw- tweeted the Ra- uh, Raiders are garbage, and then ends up beating them in that season. That's kind of you know 
I mean, fuck, that's that's some boss moves, and nobody would have expected that. You know hey, what I mean? Hey, now, okay, listen, as a lifelong Raiders <laughs> fan through thick and thin, <laughs> eat shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> fuck the Raiders. Uh, I, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not going to say anything because your life's hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to leave you alone. <laughs> so, so as soon as I saw that, and they, everyone was talking shit. They were saying, Jeff Saturday, man, this dude literally went from managing a high school team yeah. that he lost his most recent game in to playing against the Raiders uh, at the biggest stage. Um, I knew we were going to lose that game. I knew we were going to. It's traditional Raiders fashion to go up and go against a shitty opponent and lose the game because uh, this is the same team that went up against the the Chiefs earlier on who are, I think, the leaders in the AFC right now, number one seed. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, now they are, yeah after the Bills <clears throat> lost. <laughs> and uh, they lost to the Chiefs by one point. That's just the straight-up MO of the Las Vegas Raiders and Oakland Raiders to put up good games against good teams and still lose and then put up bad games against bad teams and still lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just you know, the cycle. The cycle that it is. <laughs> the cycle of a Raider fan is to get excited, watch the game, be extremely disappointed, and look forward to next season. <laughs> and I don't know if you were one of them, but it was it, you guys. Call, you always curse yourselves because you guys went undefeated in the preseason, and everyone is always. And, and it's not just Raider fans. Anybody whose team does that, they're always like, "Oh, preseason didn't lose a game." Blah, blah, blah. And then you know, usually those teams always have shitty seasons. <laughs> hey, I I will agree to that. I saw the Raiders go undefeated in the preseason, and I was like, okay, this team got better. They were a playoff team last year. They're going to end up being a good team this year. I'm expecting playoffs. Um, so I was I was higher than I had been on the team in recent history uh, coming into this year. And, uh, yeah, it's just been a disaster. But I will say the, the king of NFL teams to going – like undefeated in the preseason or looking really good in the preseason and having bad seasons Fuck is the Philadelphia you. Eagles. Oh, I thought he was going to uh, say the Broncos. The Philadelphia Eagles have always be historically been pretty damn good in the preseason. And then I don't. I feel like we. I feel like we usually like lose at least two preseason games a year. I mean, <laughs> if my memory is correct, he might be right. But folks, I, I don't know. As from what I watch, I, then again, I don't watch a lot of preseason because to me, same. I mean, as a like in my mind, like with football logic like preseason means a little bit doesn't mean a whole lot you know what i mean i i will say though it, all the freaking quarterbacks that didn't play in the preseason definitely started off the season really slow yeah that is true i i i always think uh you know the starters should always play the preseason at give least them, a give, game give them their quarter you know what i mean yeah. one quarter quarter and a half maybe if they need a little knock the rust off or whatever it is but uh yeah, I definitely don't believe in sitting your start, especially not your quarterback. Fuck no, get that guy out there. Let him, you know, absolutely. Get some, get some good juice on him. I will say this about Jeff Saturday though, um, what a lot of people, um, well, I guess not. I guess if you know Jeff Saturday, it doesn't really surprise you. But people that don't know like a lot about him, don't watch him on Get Up and all that stuff. Um, that's a guy that can fucking just rally you, just as like you know a hype guy, that guy that you want to play for. Like he's a guy's guy. He played on the line, man, so he's, he knows what it's like being in the trenches. He's that guy that can motivate a team, and sometimes that's all a team really needs. You look at the Colts, they're not a bad team roster-wise. You know what I mean? They got their talent. Fucking Jonathan Taylor, who should be having a year like he was last year, even though he's not. Um, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I mean, little decisions like starting Matt Ryan again, not putting no backup guy in, you know, knowing that. Just go go with go with your guy, you know what I mean? And I don't know. I think that was his, that was his specialty. That's where he shines. He's, he's going to be able to do that. How many more games is that going to win them? I don't know. Not everybody's the Raiders. So <laughs> we're going to have to see. They got uh, us next week. So. so so the other thing I will say with Jeff Saturday is uh, he's definitely a guy that's not afraid to 
call motherfuckers out because uh, he, when he was playing, there's a huge clip of him arguing like crazy with Peyton Manning on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Peyton was uh, trying to get into something, and he and uh, what was it? it was it was over? Uh, I think Jeff Saturday tried to change the fucking like yeah, he changed yeah. the play at the line. Like who yeah. gave us a center the opportunity to change the play? They at had the line like switched scrimmage. out of a pass or something like that, yeah. and he was pissed. Peyton Peyton was pissed. Well, they—they, they, I, I remember uh, watching the video recently, and and Jeff Saturday and Peyton Manning arguing, and uh, the whole thing is Jeff Saturday saying we need to run the freaking ball, and Peyton's like, we'll run the ball when we get the chance, and and then you see the I forget his name, but the other big big guy on the offensive line that comes up and he starts talking crap to Peyton Manning, and Peyton Manning kind of mm-hmm. backtracks. He's like, I, 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 he started it, man. Yeah, yeah, those, those aren't the, I mean, yeah, Peyton's not a weak guy, but those aren't the motherfuckers you want to fight. No. <laughs> you don't want to piss off your offensive line if you're an NFL quarterback. Like, you, you should stay on good terms with them. Oh, since we since we got this, uh, just a real quick, a quick little interlude. For those of you, I don't know if you can tell, but we are on a little new software, a new uh, interface we're using, and so our mics are running a little bit powered. I want to see how good this sounds here. Check this out. Oh my god, dude! That sounds fucking gorgeous. But, but did you hear the sound after that pop? I did. It, did you also? It was it was three erections hitting the bottom of this table. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you watch me put my ear closer to my mic to try to hear better, and then realize how I, stupid I fucking was? I saw you do a lot of things with your body when I when I just popped that open. But so I'm, I'm gonna take a sip. I will just say three erections hitting the top of this table when we got a. That's a lot of space, man. I don't know about you. This is not gonna work. I mean, um, is, I didn't hit the table. <laughs> <laughs> what even close? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I, I might have just grazed it, you know. I might have embellished a little bit, but just sue me, you know, sue me, I guess. Um, a lot of people, a lot of Viking fans, probably wanted to sue me last week or whatever week it was. I was talking shit about the Vikings, but hey, I'll give it to you, little fucking Norse motherfuckers. You game beat the Bills, of the didn't year. you? You, it, th- you could argue it was game of the year, and I missed most of it. Sadly, I didn't. I only caught that last quarter in overtime. Um, which was heartbreaking, dude. Josh Allen is like over four in overtimes, <laughs> and that's like crazy for his like as obviously as talented as he is. So it's it's crazy how how bad he is. Not bad, but just his bad luck in overtime. Well, I saw a stat in the last three weeks. You could you guys could correct me on this, but uh, I'm pretty sure in the last three weeks he has three touchdowns and nine interceptions. Holy shit! I, wow. So that, maybe? it's it's somewhere around there. It's if it's not nine, it's really damn close to it. The only reason I like that is because that means now the only competition to Jalen for MVP is going to be Patty. Uh, you can't. Tua? Uh, yeah, two. Oh yeah, two is uh, up there. Two is definitely two, up there. Uh, but I don't know, man. They're gonna give it to him out of pity because nigga hit his head, man. No, they're not. That man looked like he was never gonna return to an NFL field when he hit the ground. Like <laughs> once in the first game that he played, they let him come back out, and then the next game he played, I thought that man's career was over. UFC okay. fighters don't get knocked out that bad. Like guys, especially <laughs> <laughs> get hit in the head, don't go out like that. All I'll say is that last year when we signed Gardner Minshew as our backup. People were literally calling for him to replace Jalen as our starter for the future. And look at Jalen Hurts now. So, I mean, I know that's a different type of story from before, but I don't know. That's okay. a great story for NFL. You know, the NFL needs a good story for the MVP, too. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's got to, it's all, you but know. We're, but we're talking about Vikings and Bills. Fuck your Eagles for now, okay? Yeah. Well, we're we talk, we're, we've got to MVP we talk. We've got to MVP. Don't be mad because your team doesn't have any MVP candidates. <laughs> real, real quick. Let's before, before all that, we're talking about Garner Minshew, and, and you, you kind of trashing him a little. Obviously, not, not a ton. Because Jalen Hurts is the better guy. Yeah. But can we really say that the NFL is better without Gardner Minshew at quarterback somewhere? That was the most electrifying time. <laughs> oh, don't, yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I love Gardner Minshew. I loved him <laughs> in Jacksonville before he came to be our backup, dude. He's a great guy. I was just saying the fact that they were 
compa- making those comparisons yeah, to Jalen yeah. without even giving. You know what I mean? That's just what I didn't like. No, it I, wasn't I, about I Gardner you. at all. I'm sure. I'm sure him and Jalen probably have a great relationship. They're both dope ass dudes. At least they seem like it. All I know is the NFL was a better place when Gardner Minshew was starting. It, it was <laughs> funner. It was a lot funner, bro. Fantastic. I mean, they they like they were the. Jacksonville Jaguars were only selling tickets because they had Gardner Minshew. Like they, that was their main promoting point. And he, like, I mean, statistically was okay, but not even that great. But he was such a fucking bro off and the field that you. And are you are, are you kidding me? Are you telling me that you didn't want to take a mustache ride over there on Gardner Minshew? <laughs> Buddy, I would take Gardner Minshew over Russell Wilson, ten days a week. I yeah, I can't stand that man. T- take him, take uh, uh, Gardner over him as well, over as the quarterback or. Uh, you you rather have him, uh, you know, to be with Mr. Mustache Ride? In any any way you want to think of, I would rather have <laughs> Gardner Minshew than Russell Wilson. I can't see Russell Wilson being a good hang, being good sexually. What the hell did you just say? He's like the kind of guy when he's having sex, he'll he'll be like, "Oh God, I'm about to come. I, is that okay?" <laughs> I don't. And, and double check with her real quick. I think he's a guy that hypes himself up during sex. Like, he's talking to himself like, God damn, unlimited, unlimited. You know, it's like, um, that's what he does, unlimited over and over again. Yeah, well, <laughs> and when he finally finishes, he says, this is dangerous. <laughs> and, and and not a word else is said that night by either one, by either one of them. They, they both just move on after that. Well, speaking of speaking of Russ and like just specific players, well, we did talk about Tua. How how Tua whoa, whoa, is. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm gonna stop us here because we got sidetracked off of the Vikings Bills game. Uh-huh. Um, we didn't talk about the catch of the fucking year. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. Oh my God, Jay yeah. Jettas, bro. We, uh, that we wouldn't even be considered a sports co- podcast <laughs> or you know talking about sports. We didn't yeah. discuss this, man. You were absolutely right. That shit was 100%. baloney, dude. Not baloney in like a bat, like it was bullshit, like. Like, mind-boggling. Like, that shit was uh, insane to watch. How does a defender have two hands on the ball? and You have one, and you bully the ball away from that man. And you were fully yeah. extended in the air. Like, this is beyond what Odell Beckham did, beyond, like, he's anything getting, I've seen. It's he's getting crazy. That dude is going to get washed on the film room, dude. <laughs> They're going to be on his ass in film. If he walked in the room, if I'm coach, I'm leaving that play on its own screen, just on repeat, while we do the rest of film. <laughs> Every now and then, you guys take a break and go back and focus your eyes over there on that one, too, just so you remember <laughs> what happened. God, man. All I know is I got Jettas in fantasy, and when he made that catch, that was even more of a hype train for me, because I was yeah. like, that dude is scoring me some points right now. <laughs> there you go. Hey, fucking shout out to anybody who fucking put Christian Watson in, in your in your lineup man. that Aaron Rodgers feed him. That is lucky ass picks, dude. That but wide receiver room is so like rotating though. Like it, early it, on in ridiculous. the season, they were all saying Romeo Dobbs. I, I, Romeo Dobbs was my last draft pick in my fantasy draft because I was like, hey, he might be the biggest sleeper. You, you know, Aaron. He going. Everyone has a chance to be Aaron's new Devonte. You know what I mean? His new boy that he's gonna just exactly. feed. So I, absolutely, I, I ended up drafting him. Like my last pick wasn't ended up being nothing. So. But just like all of your fantasy, I'll say this just year. like most of my fantasy. Picks. There was so much spite when you said that. Just like my only fantasy. I'm in two different leagues, and my only picks that have like been decently good for me uh, has been Jalen Hurts, Derrick Henry, and uh, Nick Chubb. Oh, and Damon Pierce. I got I got some solid running backs. This so year. Uh, speaking of fantasy here, can we uh, all agree to take a moment of silence for my fantasy team after Cooper Cup is having surgery right now? Oh my God! Dude, the, 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 half the world brutal. right now is is mourning Cooper Cup's fucking knee. 
because it just ruins it. All of L- any LA fans can just kiss this. Sh- it was already bad for him, and I mean, n- now it's just over. It's over. Mainly fantasy team. How many points was that dude giving you a week? I mean, oh. let's let. I'm not trying. Yeah, so, to. so I'm not even in a PPR league, so the scoring's a lot lower typically. Yeah. But it was it was in the range of 20. So I can only imagine in a PPR league it Ballin. was like Ballin. 30 points a week. And uh, now my fantasy team is is dead. Yeah, because so. he was the Rams, dude. And, and, and Stafford, when does Stafford come back? Isn't he going to be gone for a couple more weeks too? Uh, I, yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I know I was looking at it recently, and I don't even know who their backup's name is at all. But they were saying that he could still potentially uh, start next week. Wolford. It's John Wolford. John, Wolford John or Wolford. something Wolford. Like that. Wolford. Yeah, there you, you go. Got yeah. it. You got it. Because uh, that last week, we had uh, Wolford versus fucking Colt McCoy, bud. And then uh, fucking Trace McSorley, of all people, p- had made an appearance, dog. If you guys are uh, Penn State fans, uh, Trace McSorley popped out. That might be the ultimate quarterback name. Chase McSorley. Like, well, can you, can you say it right? McSorley? Not Chase. Swarley? Mc- Not, you we said need, Chase. We, we need a boo button. You said Chase McSorley. It's Trace. Tr- oh, wow. I was getting the first name wrong. I was focused on the <laughs> last name. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's exactly how we feel. But this I love this soundboard so get fucking it, much. Get it together, my guy. No, that's all right. That's all right. We 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 forgive you. We forgive you. Um, so we haven't even really gotten to the whole rivalry of this table uh, right now. Oh shit! Because uh, as you guys know and heard, Wyatt over here, Mister uh, Slam Brew Subaru, is Fuck a Raider Broncos. Is a Raider fan, and uh, he feels some type of way towards Cody and his old uh, his old ponies. And I. I hate to say this because I fucking hate the Raiders so much, but they have absolutely had our number for the last, what, three years in the regular season? Like, we just can't beat you I think we've won, like, six, seven, eight games in a row against the Broncos. So the the Las Vegas Raiders still have yet to lose a game to the Denver Broncos. Uh, When they were Oakland, of course, a different story. But since they moved to Vegas, they have not lost to the Denver Broncos. Wow. Hey, he, he said that stat. With such a smirk on his face, he went. He he. That was such malignance was in that dude. Hey, I don't have a whole lot to be happy about. So when I can talk a little bit of shit, I, especially now, like if if the Raiders were like a a five hundred team right now, you know, like right in the middle ground, I'd be a little wary of talking a little shit. But since the Raiders are so bad, I'm like, all right, I can talk all the shit I want because I know my team sucks. <laughs> Got nothing else I, to lose, and I don't like. I don't even want to talk shit. I, to anybody at this point, because my team literally has the ultimate punching bag. Like, there's nobody worse in the NFL to make fun of, or easier to make fun of, than Russell Wilson. So I can't. Uh, I don't know, man. I can't even say anything. We're probably gonna lose this game. I will say this game is very. Uh, you know, not to. I'm not hyping up the rivalry here just because I'm so unexcited about anything Denver Broncos. Yeah. But I think this is gonna be an extremely interesting game because I think either side. If the Denver Broncos lose or the Oakland Raiders like Raiders move lose um, Las Vegas Las oh my gosh Las Vegas Raiders hey, we know we, we, we wow know. okay if the <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders or the Denver Broncos lose whichever one like somebody's gonna have to make some kind of drastic change like the Broncos losing having the record they have and then going and losing to the Raiders again two times this year the worst team like one of the worst teams in the NFL. Like something has got to be done. We have we had too much hype around us to be this bad. And the and the Oakland Raiders in return 
after the streak you've had, if you go and you lose to the Broncos, it was just offensively. Yeah, by the way, the Broncos, if we would just score 18 points a fucking game, we'd be 8-1 and one right now. That's how bad our offense is. We can't score that's, 18 points a fucking game. That's an actual fact, too. That, <laughs> that like, is a that, stat. That's how good the Broncos' defense is and how shitty the offense is. If they would score at least 18 points, they'd have an 8-1 record right now. Another uh, another fact here, um, the Raiders are 0-6. Uh, in games that were decided by one score. And in oh, each wow. of those games, they had a final drive to try and go and take the lead. And they flamed out, man. Mm. That's, just, that's been the roughest thing. In, in the past few years, the Raiders have been the team that made the fourth quarter comebacks. In fact, I think out of active players, since Derek Carr entered the league, he has the most fourth quarter comebacks. Well, I actually, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty is, sure. yeah, I've seen that stat too, yeah. But this year ain't it. No, this year ain't it. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that a lot of big changes are gonna happen for both your guys' teams. I don't know if they'll happen before the end of the season. Though. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of off-season changes. Like I think personally, Derek's car, Derek Carr is gonna get shipped somewhere. Um, the problem with that is, I think Devonte. I mean, he he came to, to play Las Vegas to play with Derek. That is true. So if they ship off Derek, which honestly at this point I'm kind of okay with, I I 100% think though that Josh McDaniels needs to get the hell say, out of is town. It McDaniels or Carr first. McDaniels is goes. definitely getting fired. The craziest thing though is how does Carr go from one of the top? I think he was top five. Um, he might have even been no. I was gonna say might have even been top three. I'm pretty sure he was like number four last year in passing yards, and uh, to have the season that he's having. There's got to be something wrong with coaching because one player, d- after adding talent, especially talent that he has a rapport with yeah. in the past, uh, should not make you worse. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just, yeah, that was the exact uh, opposite direction that that team moved. And, uh, I mean, that was the disappointment of a lot of people, not even just Raider fans, because I'm a big Devontae Adams fan. I, I, I always said he was the best receiver in the fucking league. Um, so, yeah, it sucks, to, it sucks to see him not winning games, you know. So yeah, that, I mean that's like technically going to be the toilet bowl next week, but you know we have a we have a dog in the fight. It would be fun, it would be fun to watch the Broncos lose and be able to talk some shit to Wyatt. If nothing else, I could talk shit. Wait, to wait, Wyatt. <laughs> if the Broncos lose, you're uh, gonna talk uh, shit to me? I I don't know why I'm fucking up so bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's I just say, just, you 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 keep your hand can't. on that and that brass button right there. Yeah, that's your friend tonight. <laughs> We're just that's, gonna keep at it, baby. That's your friend tonight. <laughs> Anyways, the Broncos are gonna lose. We'll just we'll just skip that. On to the next baby. And even if they won, nobody would really give a. <laughs> f- All right, so to move on, we got that out the way. Now, as much as Cody might be a little all over the place and a lot of times wrong about football, my guy was not fucking wrong about his fighting this last week. He was. If you guys listened to last week's episode and knew what Cody bet the jar on. He had Alex Pereira taken down Israel Adesanya, and by fucking God, that's what happened. Buddy, did that fucking hit. I mean, I couldn't be more excited right now. That was, not only did I take, so I took, obviously, Alex Pereira with the bet the jar, and and he was literally down probably four rounds to nothing going into the fifth. Yeah. And Alex Pereira just fucking got him into a corner and unloaded on that man. I mean, but dude, crazy, the, crazy fight. The same way Izzy almost got him in that first round, though, and it, it, Pereira was saved by the fucking bell, bro. If you guys didn't watch this fight at all, at the very end of the first round, Izzy hit Pareto with a combo, and Pareto was literally stumbling and, like, didn't know where he was when the alarm, like, buzzer went off. And he got saved by the bell, came back, recovered, 
fought and and basically just stayed alive for the next three rounds and conserved as much energy as he could and then came out in the fifth round and just let let it go and he was ever he was able to absolutely dominate this fight i mean at, in the fifth round it was crazy like you would not think that the the first four rounds went the way it did um yeah alex Pereira, like i said the most deadly hands in the ufc dude is a dog and i'll tell you dude it was just a great fucking card overall um apparently because I, I i didn't even start watching until the michael chandler fight which we're, i'm going to talk about because holy fuck the him and, and dustin poirier um we'll get into that but I think it was something like right before that fight, uh, it popped up on the screen. I think that card had like five or six knockouts so far throughout the whole card. And that was like some kind of record, I'm pretty sure, on, on, on what that was. So, I mean, that that was insane. Yeah, but bet the fucking jar. That that puts me now with the two bet the jars. And we're going to get a third bet the jar here. And we're, we'll get to that in a minute. I'm excited about the third bet. The, or the fourth. This is going to be our fourth bet the jar now. Yes, sir. Yeah, but with this last bet the jar... Um, that puts me at two for three on the year, but if you just take the numbers out and put a percentage there, that's 66% so far the bet the jar bets have hit. And, buddy, that is a very successful number to be betting with. So uh, it's free money over here. We are killing it. Come on, keep listening. Bet the jar. It's going to continue to hit, man. Just just know to fade his NFL bet the jar picks. <laughs> hey, they're all over the place, but, but, but we love them. You know what I mean? We, we really love them. Now, since we're on the topic of UFC right now, we do want to we have a guest come on that uh, has a, a beautiful knowledge of it, just a beautiful knowledge in general. He's a great guy. Uh, but, but, but before we get into that, we, we do have a, a quick little sponsor, a quick little ad that we want to get out of the way. It's our very first one, and we're, we're super happy about it. We are proud to announce today's call is and brought to you in part by Hogwash, the only all-in-one seasoning formulated for men by men. Hogwash is the brainchild of Richard Big Daddy Spice, three-time Kansas City Deep Pit Barbecue Champion. This patented seasoning rub is the answer to the age-old question. If your barbecued meats are always seasoned to perfection, why isn't the meat in your pants treated with the same respect? Well, Hogwash has you covered. With the premium spice blend, your saggy stragglers will never be bland again. Just dip your fellas in once daily after bathing, rub a little around the base of your shaft, and you are good to go. All-day flavor and aroma that is sure to make you stand out in a crowd. Hogwash currently comes in three available flavors. We have hickory maple, jalapeno garlic, and zesty Tex-Mex. All three can be yours for just $39.99 with shipping, with shipping and handling. Please use our promo code CHUBDUP for a whopping 15% off at checkout. Order within the next four business days, and you will receive free three free buddy bags, vacuum sealing pouches so you can marinate overnight for extra potency. What are you waiting for? Head over to harborfreight.com right now. Use that promo code, and you will be all taken care of. Manscaping is hogwash. Disclaimer, please make sure not to get hogwash more than an inch up the base of your penis. Hogwash is by no means supposed to get into your urethra and may cause burning, lesions, disorders, or discordum if not used correctly. Call poison control if you're out of action to sue a court. Ladies and gentlemen, that was hogwash. <laughs> please make sure to use it. It's going to be great for you. And with that, we would like to bring on the one... The only, the grizzly, Paul Fields. Do we have him on? Am I here? Oh, shit. There he is. Paul Fields is on the (laughs) fucking podcast. My heart's thumping right now. This is all thanks to the new audio interface we got. We hyped it up a little earlier in the episode, but we're doing all kinds of fantastic things over here, man. Upgrading for the people. But, Paul, just to let you in a little bit here, we we already talked about the fact that I absolutely nailed it. 
with the bet the jar pick, Alex Pareda, uh, came back to win that fight in just exhilarating fashion, man. I mean, I was down four rounds to nothing going into that fifth, and to come back and win it was so much fucking fun. And you, I mean, you had Adesanya in that fight, so I'll let you, I'll let you talk a little bit here about what you thought happened, but man. <clears throat> yeah, I did have Adesanya in that fight, but I, I, I knew that was a possibility going into it. Um, even later in the fight, I knew that that dude Pereira, you just can't get near him. You can't get near him. You can't get caught by him. And and towards the end of the fight, it was even more dangerous for Izzy because he kept getting backed up. Absolutely, um, dude. That was and 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 we know too from that this their history because this is not the first time they fought. In case people didn't know that, and uh, it's gone Pereira's way majority of the time in the past. Three out of three yeah. times now. <laughs> yeah. 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 All three times he's won. Um, looking at the kickboxing fights. They were much closer and probably both going Adesanya's way um, until he got knocked out in the second one, of course. But yeah, he he just he let himself get back into the cage and there's no leeway. When you're kickboxing, you can lean up on the ropes and even when you have your back against them, you can still go back a little further. Right. Um, when you're backed up against the cage, there's really nowhere to go besides left to right and yeah. Just got hit with that left hook. It was devastating. I, re- I really felt like, I mean, uh, well, first off, the f- at the end of the first round, Pareda got saved by the fucking bell. That combo yeah. that Adesanya hit him with, like, <laughs> he was day, he was looking at stars, man. He got saved. Which is there. crazy. It's it, crazy because that happened in the kickboxing fight too. Which, yeah, Joe Rogan brought up in the pod or in the in the yeah. broadcast that uh that yeah in the kick the one that Adesanya got knocked out in. He almost knocked Pareda out before he got knocked out. So that's yeah, crazy. That it's just like history repeating itself. But um, going in and like watching rounds two, f- two through four, even though I knew Pareda lost all of those going into round five, I, I like I, I did genuinely feel and, and I didn't think that he was going to ca- I did not think he was going to knock that man out. I didn't think he was going to capitalize the way he did. But I, I, I really did feel like he held back rounds two through four to conserve energy so that when in the fifth round, when he knew. Like, this was the final round he could go out and just let fucking loose. Because he completely changed. It seemed like he completely changed his fighting style in that fifth round compared to what he was doing in the first four, you know? Yeah, well, I think it's also that, you know, once these dudes are so well-trained, once they hear there's only five minutes left, like, you get to that last round, you could you could go, you know, pull something out of your ass and really let everything go and have kind of a second a second wind. Oh, buddy, and speaking of just letting everything go, if there was not another reason, if you needed another reason for Michael Chandler to be one of your favorite fighters, you got it on Saturday night. But that fight was one of the most insane things. That is arguably fight of the year right now for me. And and that's it. Fred were absolutely stunned, shocked by so many moments in that fight. It was amazing. It was nuts, dude. Um, Chandler, I was telling Cody the other day, Dude is must-see TV. Anytime he has a fight booked, you you just have to fucking watch it. He's one of the only people that promises a crazy fight every time. He always promises that it's must-see. You have to watch it and delivers every single time. Yeah, that man does not disappoint. I mean, to get your nose broken about two minutes earlier... And then go back out there and get that guy. He got to have him in the in the full clinch or you know whatever whatever you call it, and held that he held Poirier's hand or head down, looked at that man, 
kind of tilted his head up, and just that entire, the two fat globs of just blood that came from his broken nose oh my smacked God. right down on the Dustin Poirier's so face. I, if you didn't, if you don't remember, like, if you didn't see it, you got to go watch that shit. Go back and watch the fight. It's like round round two, I think. Um, right it reminded there. me of uh, Luke Rockhold and Paulo Costa. Yes, I dude. Yes. Third round when <laughs> Rockhold got him down and was rubbing the blood all over him. And this was no, even I, worse. So I don't, I yeah, don't know. If, well, way worse. Oh. I don't, I don't know if you saw the post-fight interview or anything like that, but Michael Chandler was being interviewed, and they were talking about that, and the, and the blood just pouring down onto his face and everything. And they were like, did you intentionally like, blow your nose into his face? And he was like, dude, I'm, I can't breathe. Like, I literally, my nose was broken. Yeah. I was not able to breathe well. So it was like, sorry, dude, this isn't malicious, but I'm going to blow my nose in your face. And he pretty much admitted that he just went. Wow. I just blew his nose into his face so that he could breathe. I didn't see his post by interview, but um, I I do want to know what he had to say about the uh, the whole fish hook thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, after the fight, Poirier said, uh, dude, if I tried to fish hook him to get his, you know, neck open to try to choke him out. And, um, well, did you see it on the broadcast? Yeah, when, definitely. When they had went his back, fingers and, all up in his mouth, bro. <laughs> dude, I, I would have been pissed. If I'm poor, I'd have been pissed, bro. But I mean, it worked out. I said it myself at the end of that third round when Poirier ended up getting Chandler's back in the middle of the octagon, dude. Nowhere near a cage. You get Poirier on your back with room to work. It's the last thing you fucking want, dude. Well, I oh, in the third round too when you're tired. Yeah, it's the last thing you want. I was like, he's he's got him, and, and lo and behold, forty seconds later, he choked his ass out. And I had a, a a crazy hunching suspicion that this was going. If if you look at the end of the second round, now obviously it's a pretty close fight, and you would even say that Chandler's probably winning at the end of the second round, and um, both men are just probably, absolutely yeah. battered and it fought the shit out of each other. You go to. Michael Chandler's corner. He is gasping for air after I think he finished the second round on top, yeah. and he is gasping for air. You switch over to Poirier. That dude is calm. He just got oh. his shit. He just got the shit beat out of him in the second round, mm. and it is nothing. I mean, the the sta- the tank, the gas tank on that man, Poirier is insane. In a three round in a three round fight, the output that he could put out and just not get tired. It's I don't think many people can match that, other than maybe like a Max Holloway, you know, which and we've already then, seen. And, and yeah, and they're like Poirier has been in some of the craziest like wars of attrition back and forth, just fucking swinging, and he comes out on top. Like he's the best one, pro- probably one of the best fighters in the UFC. If it's gonna be a dog fight, like that's why I picked him going into it because I know Michael Chandler would bring it, but Poirier he just when it really comes down to like biting down on the mouthpiece, he fucking always seems to come out on top. The diamond man. Who who said he ain't got jujitsu? <laughs> Such a tough motherfucker. Oh, I will say all that dirty shit from Michael Chandler makes me like him even more. Because <laughs> he's such right? a such a nice guy and all his interviews so fucking charismatic. And then he's literally digging his fingers in your mouth in the middle of the fight, trying to pull your head back. Like, I don't know. Dude, he's, There's something he's, re- respectable about it for some reason. It's because you got to respect that warrior spirit. He's one of those guys that just, whatever era he'd have been born in, he'd have been a fucking fighter, a warrior or something. He, he's one of those guys oh, that yeah. lives for that shit, you know? Definitely. Um, yeah. One, one, last, one last little snippet I want to talk about. I don't know if you guys watched the whole fight, but I know Paul did. And maybe you can name the fighters here because I forgot the fight. But it was like the, fir- the third fight on the entire card, the beginning of the first round. On the prelims? Yeah, the early prelims. It wasn't even the prelims. It was the early prelims. Oh, um, 
these two fighters, uh, I forget what weight class it was. I forget all about it. But they they landed <laughs> they landed a jab on each other oh and, and they knocked yeah. each other down. No, like they, they, they uh, stumbled. Sung Woo Choi and Michael Trezano. Yeah, it was a double wow. knockdown. They I'm both got up, but there was a double shit. knockdown. Wow. When I saw it happen, I literally like jumped into the air and I was like, "Oh my god, a double knockdown! Holy shit!" Those are so I, rare. You, it's, it was literally from fucking Step Brothers, where they both connect <laughs> at the same time, except they, they didn't go out. Did we just become best friends? Yep! But, yeah, it was Michael Trezano and Sungwoo Choi, and that fucking fight was a banger, dude. If you have the opportunity to go back and watch it, back and forth, and, I mean, obviously there's the double knockdown. Yeah. But other than that, back and forth for, I think it was just two rounds, and uh, Michael Trezano knocked dude out in the second. Wow, yeah, man. Fucking, like I said, it was, a, they had said, that was a historically just great car, dude. Like, Fantastic. Oh, yeah. what a fucking, what a fucking UFC, man. Um, I don't even know who's, what, what the next one is. You guys. It's uh, Yuri Prohaska versus, um, what's his name? I, I, it, Paul, help me out here. Uh, Glover to Sharon. Glover Yuri, to Sharon. that'll be there the, we go. Oh, that's Glover, the next huh? paper rematch, yeah. yeah. Okay. They that do have a, Derek Lewis is fighting this weekend, though. Oh, is it this weekend he's fighting? Love Derek yeah. Lewis. If you got man, just look up Derek Lewis if you don't know who he is. That guy is a fucking fun time. He's a fun fighter to watch too. Even especially when he runs out of stamina, <laughs> he's just out there, yes. <laughs> dead dog, dead weight, man, dog tired, just swinging, swinging for the lights, man, knock the lights out. Oh fuck, yeah, this is gonna be. We got some fun fights to finish the year, and we'll definitely talk about them. But uh. Paul, man, I, I really enjoy having you on. I'm, we're definitely going to do this. You're actually, Paul's going to be moving down here in January. So hopefully we're going to get him full time on the podcast coming Cannot soon. But be. we will definitely be doing some more phone calls into Paul before he gets down here. So expect some more of this with a new interface. It's just fucking fantastic. But, man, Paul, thanks for thanks for fucking calling in and helping us out here, man. We uh, That was a lot of fun talking about those fights, man. And it just uh, it feels so good to just continue to hit the bet the jar. You know, so, yeah. Paul, pr- pretty soon. Yeah. Pretty soon you're not gonna have that phone to protect you anymore, man. I'm gonna, you're gonna be here next to me on this uh, thing talking about UFC with my hand oh, on no, your thigh. I, mean, however, however I was gonna, gonna say it. you get so touchy. I, you know? I, hey, you know what? These I'm ready for it. These these people can mind their business, all right? They don't they don't need to know what what what, what we do, what, how how we get down, man. All they need to know is you, my boy. Until there's cameras in there, they will not know a thing. Nothing that's going on <laughs> underneath the table. Jesus we don't Christ. need to talk about it. We're, we're going to keep the cameras waist up. Don't, don't you worry about that, pal. We're, we're, I'm thinking way ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, Paul, thanks for well, calling. thank you guys man. for calling and having me on. Oh, we love I you, I know bud. that, uh, yeah, yeah, this is a good time, man. Love you, too. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll, we'll be talking back soon. Next big fight, we'll be hearing from you again, man. Fantastic. All right. See you later, brother. See you guys. Absolutely, man. Shout out to fucking Paul, man. One of the one of the best guys I know. Uh, and yeah, he's got that good UFC knowledge, man. Can't wait, can't wait for another another good card. They're gonna be coming. That shit's that's a train that's gonna keep on rolling. Uh, speaking of trains that keep on rolling, this MCU is is going good, Cody. As much as you want to be a DC e-C, fanboy and e-C, and have all, and have Batman's e-C. dick all in your mouth, uh, you know, Marvel's going good, man. This this Black Panther two. Folks, you're, you're going to catch a spoiler-free review here. You don't got to worry about any spoilers. You're not going to spoil anything on the pod. We wanted everybody to get a chance to see it. It's still relative. I mean, it's still it's still new. It j- j- just came out last week, so give people a little more time. But but I mean, me and Wyatt have seen it. Cody's is lacking. Still hasn't seen it yet. But man, I, I'll tell you, I'll let, I won't speak for Wyatt, but I, it was a great fucking time, dude. I I really loved it. I thought for what they had to work with, 
you know, you got to go with losing Chadwick Boseman in real life. That fucking tragedy, man. R.I.P. to him. Amazing actor. Um, you know, you got you to tell a story, uh, you know, going off of that. Um, how these people have to move on with life. Like, you know, people are, if you're expecting a wild, you know, Black Panther action fest like you got in that first one, you're not going to get it. And it doesn't take away from the movie. You know, the character development and acting was one of the strongest things. And I think they told the story as best as they fucking could, given their circumstances. Um, at, at least me personally. You know, it's all subjective. It's how you're going to see it. You know, everyone's going to like what they like and not like what they like. I do have my gripes with it. But for the most part, they got a good villain. I like Namor. Um, or Kulkan, as they call him in the in the preview and in the movie. Um, he's. A, I thought he did a decent job. Um, there's a little bit I wanted more of out of it, but, you know, I always kind of want a little more. But overall, man, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I get usually <laughs> when I ask for everything. I get about that much. <laughs> but if we got to give it a, we got to give it a score, I would have to definitely say that Black Panther Wakanda Forever is an 8.5 out of 10. Hey, man, I, I'd agree with that. It was a fantastic movie and uh with the past few mcu movies i feel like i've been pretty disappointed there's been some good ones there's been some really bad ones looking at you uh, love and thunder looking at you it's exactly what i'm talking about man that was that was garbage dr strange i wouldn't wouldn't call it garbage but it was mm. definitely disappointing dr strange you guys already know how i feel about that i liked dr strange I, I'm a I'm a big Sam Raimi fan, so yeah. It was it was a great film. I uh, I don't know what Cody's talking about. I, well, I wouldn't say I, I loved it. Like I thought it could have been done better, but uh, it wasn't the best. Might be a little biased because I did shotgun a four loco prior to walking into the theater to watch yeah, it. You still so. technically haven't even watched the movie because yeah, you did. Yeah, it, yeah, you were there. You witnessed it. Yeah, like, I'm it was more than it made you do it. He yeah. said he said, wait, Doctor Strange is the main character of this movie. <laughs> he walked into his. This isn't the Kenny Chesney concert. <laughs> It's absolutely insane that the at the rate that <laughs> four locals will hit you at. Like you can shot if you if you shotgun a four loco. I don't. Not many people have done that feat, but I've done it four or five times now. If you I've shot twice, if you shotgun a four loco, like you got, buddy, you got like fifteen minutes tops, and know, you're toast. I know. I know a guy in college who shotgunned two of them. Actually, it might have been three. Jesus. He did. He did end up passing out, but the guy. I mean, holy fuck. He went a good like hour and a half before he passed out from doing that shit. He fought, and I know he was struggling. Uh, his name was Will. Shouts out to him. Uh, but anyway, yeah, back to Black Panther. Um, I thought it was great. It does set up a, not not really post credit scene wise. There's only one like mid credit scene for people out there. Not obviously not any spoilers, but yeah, just so you're not sitting in a theater for wasting your time. There's only one like mid credit scene right after that first initial credit movie end credits. There's a post-credit scene, and then you're good. There's nothing else after that. It says Black Panther will return, which is not a spoiler. We all know that there's going to be more Black Panther. So, um, yeah, but, I mean, dude, it, it was really good. It sets up a lot, a good little future to keep going on. It, it, it's setting up a good little piece of it, and another half that's um, going to be a big setup is going to be when Ant-Man comes out. Can't wait for Quantumania, oh, dude. Oh, that, that one, trailer? Dude, Kang? Oh. We're getting Kang? Oh, my God. I'm so... Fu- I, hey. I'm, I'm getting a nerdgasm and, over and it. Dude. And a lot of the, the movie trailers that we've seen lately for the Marvel Cinematic Universe have had, like, just so much of the aspect of comedy and, and making it, like, more family-friendly and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And uh, with this most recent Black Panther, you see a lot more of that serious tone and, and the new... Quantumania with Mm -hmm. Kang the Conqueror, and it sounds like it's going to be another one of those serious ones that I 
personally find a lot more enjoyable than the just straight comic relief ones. Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, I mean, it's Paul Rudd still as Ant-Man, so it's going to have its comedy moments, but uh, if you think Paul Rudd can't act, you have not seen enough movies, because Paul Rudd can, he can handle serious and do it very well. And um, yeah, dude, I, th- I think so too. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of big shit gonna go down. Cause like I said, this is Kang, and he's getting his whole uh, movie. Dude, the Kang Dynasty is gonna be that first, the, or gonna be the next Avengers movie we get down the line. Um, and I don't know if you know people that are you know much more well versed in the comics than I am know. Um, dude, he is a he's a force to be reckoned with, man. He is he's that guy. Well, and speaking of that, I mean. I saw recently on Twitter, I don't know if it's 100% accurate, but uh, apparently Kevin Feige was reaching out for for that movie, um, Kang's solo movie. What was, this, what, what was the name of that one? It's going to be um, Kang Dynasty. The Kang Dynasty, yeah. yeah. The, Kang Dynasty. The, 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 the Avengers movie, yeah, with him. Yeah, so, so I saw that Kevin Feige reached out to uh, actors from the pre-MCU films. Okay. So, like, Hugh Jackman and, like, the old Fantastic Four, th- like actors, like all over the place, is supposed wow. to be an even bigger, like collection of heroes and villains than Endgame was. Oh, I mean, because it's yeah, I mean, you got to go all out to top Endgame, dude. That's hard to do. But I will tell you right now, if they bring back Wesley Snipes as fucking Blade, dude, I I will lose my shit. A Wesley Snipes Blade is what the world needs right now. I don't care what anybody says. Most of all. I hate that black ass Wesley Snipes. <laughs> just talk to me. Uh, I, I didn't get to talk much here. Just, just tell me, tell me when the new Guardians of the Galaxy is coming, and then we'll get back on Marvel. Until then, you know we're actually see. we're at, see. Oh, you fucking little prick. See. You're 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 fucking lame. But we are getting a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. I want the movie. I don't want a fucking Christmas special. The last, You're the, the last, great. The last superhero Christmas special that like brings to mind is. Do you remember Deadpool did a Christmas special? I bet you don't because it was trash. Wasn't it I just I a? Don't. It was just a. Re- it wasn't it just a re-release of the movie though. I don't think so. I think he did a little Christmas special. Well, I might be completely wrong, but I'm just going with it. Well, that wasn't directed by James fucking Gunn, pal. So yeah. Out. I'm out. Uh, yeah, no. whatever. Oh, but you're such a DC fanboy, but you're not on James Gunn. You know James Gunn's running DC now, right? I am completely on James Gunn. I just yeah. want a full movie. I want Cody's, the full Guardians movie. Cody's out here making a fool of himself, I, but I, whatever. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing you can say. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, spe- since we're on the topic of superheroes, we do have more tragic news, unfortunately, to give out. But we want to give a, a special dedication to the guy. There, if you didn't know, Kevin Conroy passed away. And anybody who's a superhero fan, you if you don't know Kevin Conroy's name, you know his fucking voice. He was the voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne in uh, the Batman animated series that was out when we were kids. Um, super awesome cartoon. Even as an adult, it's fun to watch, dude. It's a fucking Batman cartoon. If you got a little kid in you, at least a little bit of some kind of, you know, childhood whim or just, you know, a love of superheroes, it's still a great watch. Um, and he also voiced Batman in the Arkham Knight games, too. Uh, you know, Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight, all that stuff. Um, which are some of the best games ever made, just objectively. Fantastic. Some of the greatest, one of the greatest game series that's been made. Um, and yeah, dude, yeah, he passed away. Uh, I don't, remember, I don't, I don't recall how old he was, but he had a good life, man. And um, I'm, he'll be remembered forever, for sure. Um, he's one of the, one of the, he's on the list of some of the greatest Batman's, even though he's never even fucking been on screen as it. You know, I guess it's just his voice. But you got to give credit to voice actors, dude. They they do some hard work. And they're iconic in your minds, even though you might not know their names. 
I like that little cheers right cheers there. Cheers to him. You couldn't hear mine because I got a can still, but whatever. I'm, I'm drinking just as he, much. No, he's not. He's lying. He's, oh. he's, I think that's the only beer you've had the whole episode. Oh, oh, oh. You you want to you wanna get, you wanna compete? You want to get in the competition? Yes. Since we're competing, we do have, <laughs> since YAK won, he had, I'll, I'll let him go ahead and introduce it you know, officially and explain it a little oh, bit. We, we got it. Yeah, this was supposed to be football related, so we completely. That's all right. We can go right back into it. We're going to go right back we'll into it. We'll bounce right back yeah. into it before we finish <laughs> up. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go ahead and get this in because now, now I feel like competing since you've challenged me. Oh, uh, it's over. Yeah, it's there we go. There we go. Over. So, yeah, I, I uh, figured since these guys, um, when they were first like testing out the, the phone call software, like gave me a trivia question at the end, uh, I figured there'd be a little segment dedicated to giving these guys some trivia questions here. Love it. So basically, uh, I made it a little competition between Cool Whip Cody over here and and, uh, Kush Hashirama uh, Tyler (laughs) over here. And um, anyways, it's going to be a competition. Uh, The winner gets a six-pack of beer from the place that I work at, Timbler Brewing Company. Shouts out to Timbler Brewing Company. Uh, I don't don't work there like Wyatt does, but uh, it's still a great place. they're, They're really dope. So, uh, yeah, and uh, the loser, I was going to bring a bottle, but I, I forgot it, or I didn't have time to go grab it, but oh, I, I was going to say the loser should take a shot. We have stuff here. Oh, uh, so I got some. Yeah, we, 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 we should go. We go. Should we go pour? You want me to go pour a shot really you know, quick? We'll, 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 we'll take the shot. We'll, it'll be on there. Don't worry. We'll get that in there. So, uh, basically, what I got here is I have the top 20 NFL all-time yardage leaders. Oh. Just all-time yardage? Like all-time sh- passing yardage okay. leaders. Okay. And we're starting with uh, passing yardage. We're just doing this one. Oh, okay. We got the top okay. 20. Okay, gotcha. And uh, basically, if you guess it right, then it goes to the next person to guess a player. You just do one at a time. Okay. And the first person to get three wrong uh, loses, First, and the other person wins. Okay. If you guys get all 20, the person with the least wrong answers wins. Okay. All right. Twenty is gonna be hard. That's a big list. I think we can get. I think. I think we're better than we if think we, we're gonna if be. If we get to twenty, I'd be wildly impressed. I do oh. not have that much confidence in us. <laughs> we're gonna be done by question eight. Let's get into it. So uh, I'm gonna do a little flip a coin here um, to figure out who goes first. But uh, Cody, you want to get a get a coin flip? Some Hey Siri, flip a coin action or. Or you got an actual coin? We don't need the Hey Siri shit. We carry quarters around here, son. Do you not We're know that? Sorry, I forgot that you're a boomer. Do you not? Do you not know that Cody is 56 years old? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Cody, heads or tails? I got a real copper penny in my pocket. <laughs> real copper, folks. Um, I'm gonna say tails. We ready for this? Go ahead, you call it. God, you <laughs> dropped it. it. It was going to be tails, too, and it landed on heads. So okay, well. so we're going to give it heads, and we're going to let TT get the first option here. So we got the we got the top 20 all-time passing yardage leaders. Go. Uh, I got I to gotta say number one's got to be Dan Marino. Okay, so we got Marino. Uh, he he, he comes one. in at eight. Ah, <laughs> Jesus, man. All right, Cody. I, I do. I I'm I, not I mean, a trivia guy. I suck I, at trivia. I know wait, who's. I I way I way overthought this. Uh, Tom Brady. Wait, you're well, not. It's <laughs> what the fuck? It's bro? not your turn. <laughs> it's my turn. You oh get one shit! Pick. Sorry, my bad. Go ahead. Fuck. Now I'm out of choices. Well, we're gonna no. just leave Tom Brady. <laughs> you. I get to take two picks now. Okay, and then we'll just okay, restart. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll go ahead and let Tyler get his number one there. That's the top passing yard leader of all time with Tom Brady. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and, and I, which I know he's not, I don't think, in the top four, but I got to shout him out. Big Ben Roethlisberger, baby. 
Ben Roethlisberger is number five. Wow, he is uh, way up there. That's crazy. Second in passing yardage. If it, Tom Brady was one, second's got to be Peyton. Peyton Manning is on there. He is number three. three. You know who number two is? I can't believe you didn't get this. I know it is now. Yeah, it's Drew fucking, Drew fucking Brees. Brees. Drew Brees is number two. So we've gotten one, two, three, five, and eight off the board. Wow, number four. We're going to start double-guessing here. We should have wrote names down because I'm going to forget. It's right. Tyler's. Wait. Uh, yeah, it's Tyler's. Okay. It's Tyler's. <laughs> you said Roethlisberger was five. Four. You know what? I'm going to throw a wild one out here. Is four like something fucking crazy like Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner is. 13th. No. He's not even on the he's list. He's is he? Did you take an X? <laughs> That's worth two wrong. That's worth two errors. I'm out. Yeah, Kurt Warner is not on the board. So uh, TT's TT's got his first fail here. Hey, hey, that's the one. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. All right, Cody, it goes back to you. You've gotten one, two, three, five, and eight. All right. Well, I'm gonna take my boy while I got the chance. John Elway, baby. John Elway is number twelve. I'm going to say this with such disdain right now and such spite. <sighs> is number four Eli Manning? Number four is not Eli Manning, but Eli Manning is number 10. He's 10th. Wow. Fuck you, Eli. That's crazy. All right, your turn, uh, Cool Whip. All right, I'm going to take another one that I know pretty easily here. It's got to be Joe Montana. Joe Montana is not in the top 20. Whoa, you've got to be shitting me. It was a run league back Joe then, Montana okay? is number 21. Wow. Oh, I can't believe that was a miss. I thought Fairly that was, uh, like, I had that, like, in the holster. I thought that was, wow, that was so really close. One strike uh, for both of you. It is Tyler's turn. You know what? I know he's not number four, but I'm going to say his name right here. Michael Vick. Michael Vick. <laughs> yeah, no. No. I, I'm not sure where he's at, but he's definitely not. <laughs> In the top twenty, Michael Vick was a running quarterback. Just in just in case you were wondering. Hey, but he could throw the ball though. <laughs> he could throw the ball, but he I didn't throw he it that much. I wanted to see if he was top twenty. Jesus Christ! That's I feel like two strikes there for TT. I oh. feel like we're gonna fall apart here. I'm already like, uh, I'm. You can do it. Okay, shot in the dark. Shout out Eagles quarterback here, and he's probably not. But Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb is 26. Oh, I'm right there. I'm right there, man. It's two strikes for both. You guys are missing some pretty <laughs> major key Dude, quarterbacks here. I am <laughs> very much not sober. Like, so. <laughs> there's one that Cody is is ridiculous for not already guessing. Oh my God! How did we not get this? <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. I'm totally drawing a blank. This is unbelievable. The fact that we have not said this name yet. I'm. I, I'm so. There's. There's one that's even worse. He's number four. There's a f number four is someone that you guys should know. No. Oh, dude. I, I already have so three loaded up. So much pressure on me. Don't right fuck now. up here, because I, I I got them loaded up right now. Oh, but and this is for my my last X. This is too. your last X. But you've started, so if you got an X, you would still get a chance if Cody gets an I'm X. I'm not to getting keep an going. X. I'm not getting an X. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I guess uh, can I can I can I, can I give him a hint? Because I want this to end this early. Go for early. it. Go for it. <laughs> the Green Bay fucking Packers, bro. Oh my God! You know what? It's goddamn Brett Favre. Brett Favre is number four. I'm sick to my stomach right now. That I, you know, because who gives a fuck, Brett Favre? I don't, you know, goddamn it, stealing from the welfare and shit. <laughs> and you know what? I'm gonna risk 
No, I'm not going to risk my third X here. I'm not going to risk my third X. Um, fuck, who did I? Oh, yeah, the other Packers quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. He's definitely there. Aaron Rodgers is number nine. Number nine, Aaron Rodgers. That's pretty uh, – that makes sense. Again, there's one that I don't know how the fuck Cody hasn't said yet. Wow. You, and you said a Broncos guy? I'm just saying, I don't know how you haven't said it yet. You already said Elway. Yeah. I know, I, as much as I wanted, this isn't, oh, my, this isn't hey, my guess. Hold on, my bad. Elway definitely was said. <laughs> he's number 12. I looked at my numbers here. Oh, 12. It was it was already said. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Manning was said too, right? Did we, did we yeah, Pey- Peyton Manning okay. was, was said. I said Peyton. And uh, and uh, Eli Manning was also already said. Yeah, that I'm just uh, <laughs> you fuck face. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? So we still got two X's here. I think it's only fitting that if this answer is wrong, it was an answer that got me taken out of a competition. <laughs> I think Mister Unlimited is in the top twenty for passing yards, even though he's still kind of relatively early in his career. Relatively. Please tell me he's not. 23. Yes. 23. That, that is, is no. three outs for Tyler there. And I and I have a guaranteed here, and I don't think this one's guaranteed, but I just want to beat Tyler with this quarterback name, <laughs> and it is Tony fucking Romo. Oh, that's disgusting. Even if I knew that was the answer, I would, n- I would I never. Let's see. I would Fuck. never give that to him. Never guess that name. That no. is absurd. Fuck. He's not. Fuck. All yeah, right, we get, we get to redo it. Yeah, you want to know what's crazy? Tony Romo's not. Well, you Tyler started, so he already got his third X. You you won. It, you definitely won already. Yeah, you that won. That was dude. my third X too, right? Yeah, oh, but what? he started. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, so, it yeah. does keep going. So we get to go into another oh. round. Well, I'm not going to say what I was about to say. You guys, <laughs> it's funny that you say Tony Romo, but there's someone that is elite that's not on there, but that is in the top 20. Wow. Um, elite. <laughs> you know what, Steve Young. Steve I don't said Young. Steve Young. You dumb. Or no, I didn't. You I said Montana. Steve Young. But if Montana's not on there, there's no way Steve Young's on there. No, uh, I didn't think so. Yeah, Steve Young is. He's a, he's way down here. He's forty first. Wow. Okay, I'll I'll take I'll take my dub. I'll take the appreciation here. It's not a pretty name to say to win it, but I'm gonna go ahead and take it. Matty Ice. Matt Ryan is number seven. There's the W for Cody, folks. I <laughs> I want to go in here and, and read off this in order and tell you which ones you got and which ones you didn't because there's some names in here that is is one going to surprise you and some you're going to be like, wow, I didn't say that. I'm just I'm just mad that, that I fucking blew that. You blew it. You had it all and you blew it. So, yeah, congratulations, Cody. You get a six-pack of beer, and Tyler, you get a shot to take in a little bit. Yes, hey, that's, that'll, that'll, that'll be lovely. That'll be lovely. But so uh, we had number one, Tom Brady, which you guys got. We had number two, Drew Brees, which you got. Three, Peyton Manning, which you got. Joe Flacco's going to be on there. Four, Brett Favre, which you got. Five, Ben Roethlisberger, that you got. Six, that you didn't get, was Phillip Rivers. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wow, we missed Phillip. That's yeah. Crazy. That's how yeah. uneventful that man is. <laughs> Busy having kids. So seven, which you got, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Eight, which you got, Dan Marino. Yep. Nine, you got uh, Aaron Rodgers. Ten, you got Eli Manning. Eleven, you did not get Matthew Stafford. Ah, Stafford's Stafford. all the way up at eleven. That's crazy. It's, it's, it's a new league. Insane. It's a new league, so you know it's twelve. Way which you got was John Elway. 
13 was Warren Moon. Oh, and actually, you guys didn't get anything after 13. So 13, <laughs> Warren Moon. You can't get anything after 13. <laughs> we are so mediocre as yeah. football fans. 14, Fran Tarkenton. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's a, name, that's a name I know after you say it, but I never would have thought of it. Uh, exactly, exactly. 15, Carson Palmer. 16, Vinny Testaverde. 17, Drew Bledsoe. 18, Dan Fouts. And 19, Joe Flacco. Ah, I knew he was in there. Right there. Number 20, Kerry Collins. Okay, so yeah, the bottom, the bottom, after 13, you lost me a little bit. I got a couple names I know, but yeah. Well, you know, we gave it our best effort, and uh, we we never said we were champions here. I mean, technically, Cody, you won, but I wouldn't Cheer, call you a yeah, champion. Cheers. Not only is the bet the jar continuing to hit, but um, yeah, I just beat Tyler at every competition we do, too. So here's cheers to the loss. Cody has never beaten me in Mortal Kombat. What is that? The only thing you can bring up? Are you proud of yourself for saying that? You've also you've never you've never beaten me in a foot race. You've never beaten me in anything. All right, should we? Yeah, we're gonna cheers here. I like that. That was great. Um, so we just got a couple more things to to to, to cover here. That that was that was a great game, by the way. That was that was, that I'm, was I'm fucking great. Yeah, fantastic. Wait, 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 wait to show everybody how reliable our information is and how <laughs> smart we are. <laughs> so yeah, shouts out to our fucking shouts out to the school system, guys. The school system. Um, before we before we uh get out of here, a quick story that I think everyone should hear. It's wild if you haven't caught this in the news or wherever you get your little sources from. Um, and a. a yeah, th- thank you, thank you for that. Uh, Co- Cody's really oppressed about this one because he, he he banks with Wells Fargo, but a banker at Wells Fargo uh, was caught helping the cartel. I don't know which cartel it is. I'm I'm not gonna name drop them either because fuck that. But one of them uh, was he was helping them launder money through like the Wells Fargo's banking system. By the time he was caught, they had like estimated it to be around four hundred billion dollars. This motherfucker was laundering through Wells Fargo. Use that burp. Wow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't even. High quality burp. The, I, I don't even understand, like, what this dude, how he was able to get that amount of money. Because it couldn't have been over any more than, like, what, 20 years maybe? Like, that's maybe 20 years, 30 years? Dude, like, this is the car. If this is a cartel, they, they're making $400 billion after, like, a year and a half, dude. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> to sneak that through the. Well, I didn't Wells Fargo have, like, a complete, like. They fucked up and had to do like a hard reset on their whole company here a few years back. I think they did them and Bank of America. Yeah, Bank of so America did too. So maybe it got you know just it it slipped under the papers while all that other shit was happening. But yeah. that is way too much fucking money for you to just forget about. I personally think Wells Fargo knew the whole fucking time. Of course they did. The banker's the scapegoat. Yeah, he's gonna get in trouble. But yeah, you did. You know, goddamn well they were. They knew about that shit. Oh, they were getting paid for it. They, it was. Yeah, come on now. You know, we know how the world wor- how the world works. So yeah, I mean, th- that that is what it is. Uh, it's not. It's not gonna stop. This is not gonna be the last time that the cartels using our banks to get their money through. We're most of their clientele. <laughs> in case you guys didn't know how much drugs were around these days. Speaking of uh, people laundering money, uh, just to drop back a little bit to the sports, uh, that man, Mattress Mac, put what was a $7 million uh, bet down at the beginning of the season for the Astros to win and won $75 million. Ridiculous. You're telling me that a mattress store owner 
has seven million to just throw down on a single bet like that. There's got to be some drug money going in there too. He's getting money from fucking somewhere. Seven million dollars. And Mattress Mac has been around for like years throwing money, hasn't he? Ever? Like, yeah. Like, and and I know he's lost a good fortune. Like nobody, yeah. nobody comes out on top sports betting. About like the very Pedics. few. Like only the elite do. But like even then, Tempur-Pedics aren't that fucking expensive. <laughs> he's no. There's no way. This guy's got to be selling like 500 mattresses a day. People, I, mean, I know people sleep a lot, but fuck. Five, not even. You, the millions of mattresses a day. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, he's doing something drug related. <laughs> hey, shout out to Mattress Mac, man. Hey, he's getting his bread, isn't he? <laughs> Somehow, some way. Somehow, some fucking way. Uh, well, also, uh, in case uh, anybody was wondering about the results that we did post on our Twitter, we, we had our first poll that came out this past week. And, uh, you know, I was, we, got, we got a little bit of action on it. I was happy to see it, man. You know what I mean? It, 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 it was a great time for me. Uh, the results on the poll, the poll, first of all, was uh, what would you rather have an unlimited amount of? And your three options were beer, weed, or food. Um, I guess before I give the official results, I'll ask everybody here at the table, because none of us officially voted on the Twitter poll. Uh, you know, our votes c- will come after. Uh, Wyatt, <coughs> out of the three, what, what, what are you going with, bud? Out of those three, man, don't get me wrong, I love beer. Mm-hmm. It's I, I'm a fat man at heart though. I'm not going without like it's it's food. It's hard. It's food hard for to go sure for me. It's hard to go against food. You know what I mean. So we got food there, Cody. I'm uh, I'm probably gonna say weed over food. And the only reason I say that is, as I think my weekly budget for weed is probably more than my weekly budget for food. So just it would <laughs> save me more money overall. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there, and uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons. I, I would also have to go with weed. I'd pick weed just because it would just take so much stress off of me. I don't have to worry about buying weed. I'm always going to have it, and I mean, shit. It would turn us from stoners to super stoners, though, knowing that we just had an, like a jar of weed that never oh, ran out. I'd be, I'd be the <laughs> abuse that I would, I just, my lungs would be cooked by like the next two months. But anyway, the official results from everybody else that voted on Twitter. Shouts out to everybody who took their time to go and vote on that. We appreciate that. You voted. I wish we could give you stickers. <laughs> but uh, there you go. We get a round of applause. We love you. Uh, beer got zero votes. Damn. Wow. Nobody l- voted for beer. I almost voted beer, too. I, it was up there for me. You know what I mean? It was between weed and food. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I thought at least a couple people would pick beer. Um <laughs> Weed and food tied at two votes apiece. Two, four, four two total votes, and weed and tied. Weed and food tied. But you didn't after have to these, say, you didn't have to say how many people voted. <laughs> you oh, could have left. He, he <laughs> meant he meant two million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, two, 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 two million. We, could, we were popping off, guys. <laughs> Obviously, you guys love the polls. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for participating, assholes. Uh, yeah, weed and food was tied, but after these three votes, weed would be the winner. We love to smoke around here. We call this here a little twin twin twin. Wow. And uh, shout out to everybody again who did vote on the poll. We appreciate that feedback. There will be another poll up when this podcast comes out that will be on Friday. So, uh, yeah, uh, as you're listening, go and, go and check out that poll on Twitter. It's, go up, it's up right now. Uh, and you'll, you'll you'll see what it is. I want you to go, I want you to go check it out for yourself. And uh, but let us know what you think. We want to hear what you guys think. Your opinions actually do mean a little something to us. Unless they're negative, then fuck you. Well, even negative, man. I'll take even you know negative attention is still attention. So we'll we'll take it. You know, yeah, I'll just start being the bad boy on Twitter. Just, 
<laughs> there's that there's that term all publicity is good publicity. Yeah, exactly. and no such thing as bad press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one right there. And I I gotta agree, man. Hey shit, if you if you're talking about it, I'll take I'll take that as a win. Speaking of Twitter, if you don't follow it, it what is it Suds and Buds Podcast, right? Or no, no, sir. Oh, no, Suds and Buds sir. tweets. It is at Suds Buds Tweets. Look at that. I don't even That's know. Right, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter if you have not yet. We are on there. We're giving you a couple of updates every now and then. That's where you'll find our polls. And just cool. us talking shit. At Cool Whip Cody for the personal account there. I'm going to try to stay active on that as well. You could see me absolutely blacked out drunk on Sunday at the golf course. I didn't even know I posted that fucking video, but it's staying up, baby. Oh, it better stay up because I love it. I watch it every night. It's fantastic. So <laughs> I go to sleep. Wyatt in the back was there, and uh, Wyatt was definitely drunk too. <laughs> oh, Wyatt was blacked out as well. I, I forget everything after the 14th hole. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. It was, well, it was bad we, all around. We might not have voted for it, but we love beer just as much as we love weed, as you, <laughs> as you can tell. We, we, we got love for everything. We got love for y'all, and we hope y'all show that love back, man. It, 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 it's all Gucci Ron here, baby, and uh, this has been a great fucking episode. Another one wrapped up. Five episodes. It's, it's five episodes in now, man. Right, baby. It's just a rhythm. We're on it. Eventually, we'll lose count. Out. So, uh, yeah, stick around for that. One more one more cheers to a great episode. What a fucking... We had four people on at one time at some point today. That's right. So, yeah, cheers to that. Appreciate y'all for still listening. We're going to keep producing shit whether you do or not. So here we are, baby. Gotcha, baby. Shouts out to Wyatt for joining us this week, man. We appreciate you, Wyatt, for sliding through, dude. You are a great time. Yeah, man, of course. It was a lot of fun. I was, I was saying when you guys were starting to get this thing going that I was like, I want to hop on. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just Look at that. First guest. Hell yeah. We're going to have a lot more going on, too, guys. We, we, we're, we're loving it so far. So, yeah, stay faded tonight, guys. Keep smoking. Keep drinking. Finish your shit. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Jesus, John Blitz, I can get jiggy with this <laughs> your ass out of here. I'm just a bitch ass nigga.